If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. I'm pretty fired up for this week's episode because we are within 48 hours. Uh, just like Nick Nolte and Wesley Snipes of the Iowa caucuses, it is the home stretch, and we have your election guide here with all of the candidates, at least the top candidates. The final four on both sides will be reviewed. We will play some sound clips. We will have analysis from some fantastic contributors and a live clip from one of the front runners from Iowa Fresh from this morning answering their thoughts on what will happen for individuals who were to lose their health insurance should Republicans win the White House and maintain Congress. What would happen if uh, the law went away and this uh, candidate, Ted Cruz, uh, one of the front runners, uh, was caught up to by one of our correspondents in the field? Uh, and we're going to bring that to you as well. It's a, it's a really interesting answer, and I'm going to provide some commentary with that. But first, as always... Welcome to the show and a few stories that caught my attention. Again, my name is Sean McGuire. You can check out our website, healthreformexplained.com. The column on there right now that is catching everybody's attention is um, now that it's W-2 season, everybody uh, wanting their W-2 so they can get back their interest-free loan from the federal government. Uh, Along with those W-2s go uh, these new IRS forms as a result of the Affordable Care Act. So read uh, our explanation and action items on that website for how to manage that for your business. But uh, a topic of this show, when we look at the, the, the three-legged stool of health policy, as you will, as we try to educate you about what's happening in healthcare access, how do we access healthcare? Number two is cost. Uh, how do we reduce the cost? And number three, how do we improve the quality? That was, at least from a principal standpoint, the government's uh, idea of uh, solving this problem as they put put it together, but in some ways they've created even more problems. And so on the second leg, Obamacare will probably cost more in 2017, according to a top insurer this week. Uh, an article on Bloomberg from January 27th caught my attention because now Anthem, the second largest health insurer by membership, says premiums for Obamacare are probably going to go up next year last week we talked about how the number one insurance company in the country has said that uh it definitely is going up and they're even questioning if they're going to stay in the marketplace altogether so now one and two are are in serious trouble and one of the points that we're going to bring up there's a candidate on the republican side marco rubio who has been uh, on the record in promoting the fact that he has Uh, against bailing out these insurers. Well, there is a provision in the law in 2017 uh, that protects these insurers because all of these newly insured individuals from the Affordable Care Act receiving subsidies were were going to be potentially high cost. And so they 
are covering them, or they were, but now there's a potential that that might not be covered. And basically uh, what that is going to mean is premiums certainly will go up. And the problem is 8 out of 10 people receive a subsidy through uh, healthcare.gov. And so what that means is the money that, that is the difference that you're saving is a direct payment from the federal government to the insurance company. So they like it and you don't see it and it's great because your premiums go down. Well, well the problem is those are taxpayer dollars. And it's kind of sad, in my opinion, that the candidates aren't really talking about this because here's the reality. That these are taxpayer dollars um, that are going. So if the cost of health care continues to go up, um, it's going to be more taxpayer dollars that's going to continue to keep it afloat. This law is either it's pretty much in. So now we have to, to figure out a way to fix it. And while it makes sense to, um, you know, attack provisions like that or look at it, I think it's great to have an honest dialogue about provisions like the reinsurance fund in 2017, which is what uh, the official or the uh, technical name of what bailing out the insurance companies will be. And that's possibly what's going to happen. And it's kind of disturbing when you think about the main players at the table as they're putting together the Affordable Care Act. We have uh, the main people from the insurance lobby, AHIP. We have the main people from the drug companies, pharma. Uh, we have the hospital association. Uh, the doctors weren't really involved, unfortunately. And when we look at how they cut this deal, and the deal was that they won't put their lobbying power to use to destroy and stop this law, and in exchange for that, they got relatively meager um, taxes to, that were needed to offset uh, this industry that's created by the government, basically. And when we look at how they've behaved since they've gotten it, they have gotten taxed, yes. They've gone ahead and just passed that on to consumers. Now the two large, they've consolidated uh, the two largest... Um, you know, or the, we have three major insurance companies. We used to have six. Uh, they're threatening to to leave the marketplace. Um, there's some major things on the chessboard moving, folks. That's all I'm trying to say. We look at the drug companies. One of the reasons healthcare costs are going up is because the cost of drugs are completely out of control. And while they got taxed eighty five billion dollars as a surtax in the law, uh, they've done really nothing to to lower the cost and. A couple of months ago, two major drug companies merged and decided to move their uh, headquarters over to Ireland, which, uh, being of Irish descent, that sounds fine, but that's taking an additional tax dollars away from the United States government. I mean, they're doing what they have to do as a business, but these are, these are facts, folks. There's like supposed to be more money coming in to fund this law, and now it looks like there's going to be less. And so the question is, and hopefully this comes up at least in the general election, is... Uh, if this thing does fail, number one, question for you, rhetorical question, uh, was it designed to fail? You can call in any time, 402-342-1290, number one. But number two, then what happens? How, how, how does that solve that problem? And there's going to be a distinct difference of opinion, and we're going to explore that uh, coming up here on the rest of the program because it is the caucus edition or, and New Hampshire I don't know. How far is the New Hampshire primary away from, from here, Matt? Do you know? Is that? 
think it's another month. I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's not we'll that have long. to check. We'll have that, but it's like we're going to get you primed for for what's happening. If you're listening, the Western Iowa, we appreciate you listening. You are actually one of the swing voters, I would say, on the the Republican side because the western half of Iowa is uh, is much more red than than the eastern part. Well, the most of the state's actually red. Uh, when we come back, Alan Hager is going to to join us, and then after him, uh, Grant Culp will be on the program as well. And we're going to break down uh, our thoughts on on the debates this week, the town halls, and we're going to go through some of the main candidates and dissect their positions on health care so you're at least informed on this issue as you go caucus for the candidate of your choosing this is america's health care challenge again online at healthreformexplained.com or facebook.com slash america's health care challenge and we'll be right back Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Now that you've heard of Shama McGuire and HealthReformExplained.com, maybe it's time for his team to assess your company's situation. We have innovative strategies to help navigate this new maze created by the Affordable Care Act. For more, go to HealthReformExplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty1290Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Actually, if you're listening to this right now, chances are uh, the caucus is tonight. And so we wanted to give you the opportunity to get some of our analysis and thoughts on some of the candidates uh, from both sides. Uh, as you go to make up your mind, I want you to at least be informed on the issue of healthcare, which is something that affects all of us. However, it is something that people claim to not know much about so that is the purpose of the show america's Healthcare challenge and joining us from the capital of the great state of iowa alan hager was in there reporting on the the, the fox news debate you've been uh, canvassing all over the state how is the mood uh, are people ready for this thing to be over what's going on well, I'll tell you what, if you're, in the, if you're in Omaha, you only see maybe one ad every five are presidential ads. But if you're in Des Moines, every single ad is a political ad, and it's crazy here in the field uh, in Des Moines and all over, uh, all over central and western Iowa. Uh, I was talking with some people, and they found, we found out that about 47% of the Iowa public is, that's going to caucus are undecided. And another 20% uh, who do have a selection is very soft on that choice. So they can be swung. So about 70% of the Iowa caucus goers on the Republican side are still undecided. So in reality, it's anybody's game here in Iowa. And on the Democratic side, hey, again, numbers are very close, but both sides expect about a 25% increase in turnout so that would put make it a record for turnout 
Wow. But I, what do you think is attributing attributes that to that? Hey, you I know, would say of, um, on the Republican side, part of it is Donald Trump, but I think another part of it is that people don't want to see Donald Trump be uh, the nominee or be be, be uh, the winner here. Uh, on the Democratic side, uh, you know, uh, it's crazy. Uh, Bernie Sanders, I saw uh, in our hotel, probably about 150 high school high school and college kids there to help. Um, so he's got a very large ground game. Rand Paul. Uh, from my understanding, uh, in talking with his campaign, have about 10,000 staffers uh, here in South Carolina and New Hampshire. They're canvassing everywhere, looking for votes. Um, and so it is quite wild now. Uh, the Paul campaign actually just broke a million calls across the country uh, this week uh, on in their campaign. Uh, Huckabee's visited all 99 counties. Uh, Cruz has visited all 99, so it's quite nuts right now. Wow, wow. How do you see things unfolding? It seems like it's a, a stakes race, if you will, the uh, Iowa Derby. Um, yeah, and you, it's going to be a turnout election. And uh, you, if you've got the turnout, uh, especially in western Iowa, where you know you could have two to four inches of snow on the ground, um, things could swing drastically in this race based on the weather. And so, uh, you know, I think, you know, Trump, Cruz, uh, Huckabee, obviously, because he's, he's won the state here. Santorum has won the state prior. Um, they're not to be discounted. In fact, earlier this week, Governor Branstad uh, said that uh, Mike Huckabee was one person that you better watch out for because he's got the backing of the Iowa farmers and the ethanol uh, folks. So, uh there's a lot going on here, and every day something changes. You mentioned the weather. Uh, I think I think that's an important thing to know that, you know, a lot of folks um, going out in the weather, should there be, you know, issues. Um, yeah, I think that could cause some people to stay home. But I think the ones that are really passionate about their candidate are going to turn out. Which candidate do you think has the most um, passionate people behind them? Well, I tell you what, uh, I've seen, uh, you know, you might see 10,000 people at a Trump rally. But I don't know how passionate they are. I haven't seen much of a ground game from the Trump campaign uh, in my travels across western Iowa. I've traveled, you know, 35 counties uh, and went and spoke at many events for a candidate. Uh, but uh, I have only seen a Trump person at a couple of those. This is all about turnout. This is all about a ground game. And I will tell you, I have not seen much of a ground game from the Trump organization. So, uh you know, buyer beware on that. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see come Monday night, especially in western Iowa, where it's very, very red. What's the turnout going to be? Because weather is going to be a factor here. Right, right. That is that is true. That is true. How about the uh, the Democrats? Have you ran into any of uh, supporters for, for the Democrats as you've been traveling around? Yeah, I have been able to talk with uh, – I, I talked with a large group of uh, – supporters of Bernie Sanders today. I haven't run into too many Hillary people. Um, so that's very interesting uh, in my travels across the state. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, in West Des Moines, I ran into a group of about 100 college-age kids, uh, high school kids, here to help uh, caucus and support Bernie Sanders, uh, who, as you are aware, wants free health care, free uh, college uh, for everybody. And so... Uh, you know, he definitely has the younger 
crowd behind him, as well as Rand Paul. So, uh, you know, I've been looking for Hillary supporters, uh, but I, you know what? I can't seem to find any. Really? Yep. It's, it's, this is Bernie country, my friend. They're feeling the burn. You think I was going to feel the burn, huh? I, I do. I just get the sense uh, here on the ground in Des Moines and in Ankeny and all over the state that, uh, you know, the Democrats feel the burn. I don't get it. I don't feel it. But they do. And uh, I just have to question them on how are we going to pay for all of his free goodies and handouts that he wants. Right, right. That's essentially the issue I think that mm-hmm. uh, everybody yep. needs and to talk you, about. Yeah, yeah, and if you were watching the Republican debate uh, on Thursday night, there was a little discussion on health care, and uh, some of the candidates got to talk, and uh, you know, they're very interested in health savings accounts, opening it up to opening up uh, the marketplace across state lines. Uh, it's a lot of the same conversation that we've been hearing over the last eight years about health care. Republicans are, you know, wanting to give more freedom to the taxpayers uh, when it comes to choosing health care. And I'll tell you, the easiest way to go about it, I think, is to elect Mike Huckabee and get the fair tax and give everybody their paycheck and allow them to make uh, decisions based on their own personal needs. Alan, does that fair tax bring in enough to cover all the costs to run the government? Absolutely. If, if you look at the fair tax, there, you know, this is probably the most extensively studied economic plan in the history of the world. And if you look at the plan, it would bring in over two point five trillion dollars, roughly. Uh, some estimates put it as high as four trillion dollars. Because remember, when you buy something, that's at the point of taxation. It removes the payroll tax the corporate income tax, the individual income tax, and you get to abolish the IRS in the process. And so when you do all of that and you look at consumption in our country, because we're a consumer-based driven economy and everybody gets to keep everything that they make, it does more than run the government. You solidify Social Security, Medicare, and on down the line. It is a foolproof tax plan. Interesting, interesting. Well, let's take a time out. When we come back, we've got a, uh, one of the leaders in uh, Iowa. We'll have the latest polls from Real Clear Politics. Alan, but I'd like to uh, play this clip. We got a, uh, a clip of Senator Cruz addressing uh, his thoughts on health care, uh, actually from this morning sent to us. So we're going to play that from a town hall that was standing room only. And then after that, uh, Grant Culp will be joining us. Uh, to break down the rest of the positions. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. If you'd like to talk to us or ask any questions, 402-342-1290, and we'll be right back. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. You're killing me, small. E.D. Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up-to-date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. They say every business should have an elevator pitch. Here's ours. We are E.D. Bellis, a consulting company specializing in healthcare reform, helping businesses navigate the new law. For more, go to healthreformexplained.com. 
Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising healthcare costs? I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Man, the phones are lining up. Here this morning as we uh, are within 48 hours, I guess as if you're listening to this, perhaps it is the morning of the Iowa caucus. We're trying to give you a voter's guide uh, on health care to all the Iowa caucuses as they are rapidly approaching. Alan Hager has been joining us. We're going to play here a second in a second um, a clip from uh, Senator Ted Cruz on his um, his his thoughts and, and, and reaction to a question, which uh, I thought is uh, is interesting that I wanted you to hear. But uh, first of all, Alan, are you still there? Number yes, one. I'm still here. All right, cool. Um, welcome back to the show. Let's listen to this Thank clip you. and feel free to uh, chime in uh, with any commentary, as I will. We should empower consumers and patients to make decisions, health care decisions, in consultation with their doctors. And we should disempower government from getting in between us and our doctors. Now, let me give you some specific reforms that reflect those principles. Number one, we should allow people to purchase health insurance across state lines. That's right now illegal. If you wanna purchase health insurance outside of the state of Iowa, you can't do it. Now, what that would do is it would create a true 50 state national marketplace for health insurance, which would drive down the cost of low-cost catastrophic coverage. The problem is it would be regulated by the federal government, which a lot of That's people right. are against federal control. Please continue. Now, if you want to see more access, and every one of us wants to see more people covered with health insurance, 
the biggest barrier to access is cost. You ask people why they don't have health insurance. Your father-in-law, he couldn't afford it. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Okay, your brother-in-law couldn't afford it. Right. The biggest barrier is cost. If you want more access, what you want is more choices and lower cost. What does Obamacare do? Fewer choices and higher cost. True. That's but true. He couldn't afford it. He finally got it under Obamacare. But he didn't get it, did he? We had insurance, but by the time he got to a doctor, it was too late. He was dying. What I can tell you is millions are losing their insurance now, and if we allow people to purchase across state lines, it will drive down the cost where they can afford it and get it earlier. He would have gotten it earlier if he could have afforded it earlier, but because of government regulations, he couldn't. Secondly, what we ought to do is expand health savings accounts so that people can save in a tax-advantage way for more routine health care I would agree with, with that premise. And, Alan, we've talked about before uh, Dr. Carson's plan to uh, expand those as well. Yes, we have. And, you know, every Republican talks about expanding health savings accounts uh, as well as purchasing insurance across state lines. And so... Uh, you know, whether it's Ben Carson, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, Mike Huckabee, John Kasich, Jeb Bush, those are the standard talking points for every campaign that I've heard from here in Iowa. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Oh, how much left is left in the video there, Matt? Uh, we're, we're almost done. So we'll, we'll, those are kind of the, the main premises that he's got. Let's take a, a couple calls. Uh, first of all, uh, we've got Brenda. Uh, on the line, uh, patiently waiting. Uh, thank you for the call. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Well, thank you, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Going good. Um, I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm a caucus chair here in central Iowa and went to several uh, events this week and saw some candidates, and Obamacare, of course, came up with everybody. And I saw Ted Cruz this morning, and there was a question about uh, about Obamacare there. And it was a very sad situation about somebody that had gotten it after never having health care before. And also Carly Fiorina, um, and she had some good things to say. Um, but as uh, Ellen was saying, uh, I also realized that there isn't much of a ground game with uh, some of the candidates either. Um, we, I belong to the Central Committee uh, in our county. And I've only seen the Trump uh, somebody from the Trump campaign once, and that was early summer. And uh, the Cruz campaign hasn't been there much either. Um, the lower tier candidates are the ones that are sending reps and college kids. So um, it's really been interesting, and we'll be really glad to see deodorant commercials once the caucuses are over. <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for your call and for your report. Oh, and for that video, uh, submitting it through the America's Healthcare Challenge Facebook page. Yes. And uh, I should tell you that the crowd was uh, standing room only, and it was in a very small uh, town in uh, central Iowa, northern central Iowa, uh, 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning, and it was standing room only. Um, all ages were there. And uh, so it was real interesting to see. And for Carly Fiorina, um, it was standing room only for her, too, and the crowd loved her, and nobody ever talks about her. So I thought that would be interesting for you to know. Right. Yeah, so thanks for Do you care to make a prediction quickly? Oh, boy, it's awful close to call. You know, you talk to people that have just now started to think about what they're going to do, and they all want Trump. But then if you've been watching it for a while, you're disenchanted. I myself flirted with Trump for a little while, and um, I'm now undecided between Fiorina and Cruz. 
And so um, the prediction could go any way. Um, it, it just, who knows? <laughs> but I think people are not happy with Trump because he's not been here very much. Uh, he flies in and flies out, and that nobody really knows him, and he doesn't know us, and we don't like that over here. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks so much for your call. Okay, good luck. All right, thank you. Thank you, Brenda. Good to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Alan, uh, we've got uh, your your thoughts on the, the fair tax provoked a call. So uh, let's quickly welcome in Jim to the program. We've got about two minutes before the break. Jim, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Sean, thanks for taking my call. And Alan, I, I totally, me, me and you know, we talked to each other Tuesday night, Alan. Uh, you probably know who I am. Yes. But uh, I agree pretty much totally with what you said on the fair tax. The, the issue that I had, and we might have conversations on it too, is is the understanding of uh, what else it's called. It's all the same, fair tax, consumption tax, national sales tax. Um, we need to stick with one phrase on this issue um, because we are we don't need to be confusing our fellow Americans as, as confused as I we agree. already are. Second of all, you yeah. mentioned all the other positives, but you didn't mention the IRS being, you know, being repealed or being taken away. Which is true. Uh, yeah. But I, the biggest yeah. thing is the 16th Amendment, as you know. Yes. The 16th Amendment, uh, the payroll tax will be gone. 16th Amendment will be gone. You you said there's enough money, and there probably is, because we are, we are, the United States people are considered the most consumption group of people. So you can collect a, yes. mo- a lot of money. My point is, yes. you will budget the national government. Your federal government will be budget and have to do a budget. And only get that money, and they don't have and, the right and, and to Jim, taxes up or down. And Jim, at the same time, you go to zero-based budgeting, and you've got yourself a perfect storm of great ideas. Exactly. Now, I just want to comment on one more thing, uh, and I would like to talk to you and Sean more in the future on this issue that we're talking about the fair tax. But I also yes. want to comment on something else that you just got done talking about Ted Cruz and, and the idea of uh, across state lines and everything else like that on the health care. And you guys use savings accounts. Uh, healthcare accounts. The point is, is cross state lines. What it comes down to, it he said to all fifty states, of course, that's competition, folks. That's the free market. And the Republicans keep on saying uh, repeal and replace on Affordable Care Act. How about just repeal and let the free market take care of it? No regulations by the federal government. Not their not the responsibility. Now, if you talk about the Commerce Clause, because the federal government wants to bring the Commerce Clause on any issue and use that to control us. Well, let's let's look at there's individuals across the state here of Nebraska, one running for the legislature himself, who states very clearly that the Commerce Clause has been way expanded since the early 1800s. So we need to understand what our Constitution says and what our founders were expecting. You know, they had to agree with everything to get what we have. We have to understand what they were thinking, and we're not doing that. We're doing what well, people... You... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, and, and you know that Alexander Hamilton was one of the first proponents of a national sales tax or the fair tax. That's fine, but there's things about Alexander Hamilton a lot of yep. people don't know, and I'm not going to go into that right now, but I will plan on doing that in the future, as you probably know, Alan. Oh, I, I look forward to more conversations with you, Jim. All right, thanks guys. For calling. Thanks Thank for you. calling in, uh, Jim. Appreciate it, and thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> Alan, uh, any other final thoughts on, on candidates on the Republican side? I'm just going to tell you this is – ground zero for the first vote in the nation and we're going to find out a lot come monday night in 48 hours and uh keep your eyes blue keep your ears on there's a lot of crazy things happening here in iowa 
And uh, my guy is Mike Huckabee. But I'll tell you what, none of all of the Republican candidates are better than what the Democrats offer. So uh, I'm telling you now, just keep your eyes glued to the TV come Monday night because it's going to be wild. It certainly will. Uh, definitely going to be watching that instead of professional wrestling. Uh, yeah, it's its own wrestling match, my friend. It is. This is the ultimate uh, WWE SmackDown yep. event. So who's going to win? You going to just let it find out? Hey, I'm going to let the. I'm putting all my effort into my guy. But I'll tell you what. Whatever happens, happens. We'll know because seventy percent of Iowans are still undecided. That's that's right. Hey, thanks so much, my friend. Until next time. Thank you. All right, that was Alan Hager. Uh, this is America's Healthcare Challenge. When we come back, we've got some clips uh, from some more candidates that we're going to play and uh, give you some uh, commentary on, as well as my predictions on who I think is going to win the Iowa caucus from both sides. This is America's Healthcare Challenge, doing our best to inform you uh, on one of the most complex issues as you go into the ballot booth this November. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to healthreformexplained.com and learn about being a licensed Edie Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click healthreformexplained.com. Edie Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up to date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomenandatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Having a lively discussion this week uh, on the, the Iowa caucuses. Everybody's passionate about what's going on. Everybody seems to have a candidate, and nobody seems to have their mind made up. Sounds uh, about right, and I'm sure everybody's ready for for the political ads to be over at least for six months until they start again in the the general election. Don't know that I can say that I have a favorite uh, political ad thus far this year. They were a lot better uh, last year and in 2010, I thought, uh, but that's not really. The purpose of the show. We did find some clips, however, uh, of some folks. And one of the parties, I think, of the two uh, that spends more time talking about health care is the Democratic Party. And so they've had a little bit more discussion uh, on on these issues. And uh, our super producer, Matt, has found uh, some awesome clips. So we're going to just go ahead and play through some of them. The clo- This race is very, very close to call. Last segment, we talked about... Uh, how there is 
a major presence from the Sanders campaign in Iowa, really trying to, do, from a grassroots effort, get people to jump out there in caucus. And then the Hillary campaign, somewhat organized, but not firing on all cylinders, as we could see. But I think they're both uh, pretty sharp on, on the issue of health care. So let's listen to some of their their thoughts, and I'll provide my commentary as we go along. But the fact is, we have the Affordable Care Act. That is one of the greatest accomplishments of President Obama, of the Democratic Party, and of our country. And we have already seen 19 million Americans get insurance. We have seen the end of pre-existing conditions keeping people from getting insurance. We have seen women no longer paying more for our insurance than men. And we have seen young people up to the age of 26 being able to stay on their parents' policy. Now, there are things we can do to improve it, but to tear it up and start over again, pushing our country back into that kind of a contentious debate, I think is the wrong direction. So she was wasn't quite right on the nineteen million dollars that was off by about seven million. But other otherwise, that that I think is going to be the messaging you'll see from them. Let's listen to her her opponent right now, Senator Sanders, who has a different approach. He's for Medicare for all, and uh, you'll hear why, and I'll explain uh, some of his rationale because he is right on some of these issues. The question, however, is how will we pay for it? Secretary Clinton didn't answer your question. Because what her campaign was saying, Bernie Sanders, who has fought for universal health care for my entire life, he wants to end Medicare, end Medicaid, end the children's health insurance program. That is nonsense. What a Medicare for all program does is finally provide in this country health care for every man, woman, and child as a right. Now, the truth is, that Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman, you know what they believed in? They believed that health care should be available to all of our people. I'm on the committee that wrote the Affordable Care Act. I made the Affordable Care Act, along with Jim Clyburn, a better piece of legislation. I voted for it. But right now, what we have to deal with is the fact that 29 million people still have no health insurance. We are paying the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs, getting ripped off. And here's the important point. We are spending far more per person on health care than the people of any other country. My proposal, provide health care to all people, get private insurance, out of health insurance, lower the cost of health care for middle class families. So that, that's kind of where his position is. And his argument, Matt, was one of the 30 percent of uh, waste in, in administration. And that. That is true. Do you have that clip as well? All right, let's hear that. I'll tell you a reason why he's coming out of that is true. One out of three healthcare dollars does go to administration in our complex healthcare system. Uh, ever get something that's called this is not a bill? Um, and Medicare actually does run at a much lower administration uh, rate. Uh, and that's let's listen to his point on and this. And what we say to our conservative friends who talk about waste every single day. There is no healthcare system in the world that comes close to being as wasteful and bureaucratic as our system. Why are we spending 30% of every healthcare dollar on administration and bureaucracy? We should be putting that money into doctors, into nurses, into disease prevention, 
into keeping our people healthy. I actually agree with that, and there is a lot of administration in the system. It's just a question of government uh, control and the fact that uh, insurance lobby and companies are very, very profitable. There's a reason why uh, every city in the country has major, large buildings, and they all happen to be insurance companies. Um, however, uh, Medicare for All could be uh, able to drive down that, one would think, but I think it's going to be incredibly expensive. Private health insurance companies pay doctors more, so that means doctors would get pay, paid less under a Medicare for All system, and it would mean that payroll taxes would have to go up even more. Uh, we've got a call here, uh, Bill, here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, thanks for joining the program. Wants to comment Hi on there. healthcare. I just, I, I just wanted to say, I, my, my, I was eligible for for Obamacare uh, until I was 65, which, in other words, I was able to or, to have it for a year. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what every, anybody else's experiences, experiences are, but mine was absolutely great, you know, because it, it, it you know, it, it served me very well the year, I, the year that I used it. And the other thing, I think people don't get covered because, one, they let politics get in the way. I'll give you an example of what, what, can, what you can do. And the family of four grossing, uh, with with a net income of fifty thousand dollars, that family of four's coverage is going to be approximately three hundred and fifty dollars a month. But people let the politics get in the way, so they even bothered. They don't even bother to figure things out. Well, I I agree. Uh, that is true. The the subsidies uh, would would be would be about that much for for a family in that situation. How has your experience been on Medicare? Uh, so far, it's fine. I haven't had to use it, but when when I when I was on that Obamacare for the year that I was on it, I was I was able to I was able to access the you know the finest the finest that the UNMC Medical Center the UN yeah UNMC Medical Center had to offer. So I had I had you know I got to see an ophthalmologist and uh, you know a, a, and a surgeon. So I, I it to me it did well, and I just wish people would say okay. Instead of looking at it politically, whether you're for it or against it, just look at it and say, "Okay, you know, why don't we do what's best for what what's best for me or what's best for my family?" And it'll be a lot better instead of looking at it politically, where you more often than not, when you look at things politically, you end up screwing yourself. I I agree. Hey, thanks so much for your call you. and your comments, Bye-bye. Bill. That was Bill here on America's Healthcare Challenge sharing his thoughts. Do we have any more? clips uh there matt you know what Sean? i've got i've got one more that i really i, I just really want to hear what you think about this okay because uh, this to me is you know uh is it's another bernie sanders clip and uh you know i don't know i don't know if i've ever told you this but i'm actually and this is kind of personal but i'll just let everybody in the world out there know i'm actually a cancer survivor and so i went through that pre-existing condition thing right before uh, you know, Obamacare was put through. So uh, some of this stuff, you know, I hate to say, I kind of like what he says, you know, and some of it's kind of tempting to. So I want, I want to play this clip. I want you to tell me what you think about what he's saying right here. All right. Here is what the real point is, in terms of all of the issues you've raised, the good questions you've raised. You know what it all comes down to? Do you know why we can't do what every other country, major country on earth, is doing? It's because we have a campaign finance system that is corrupt. We have super PACs. We have the pharmaceutical industry pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into campaign contributions and lobbying and the private insurance companies as well. What this is really about 
is not the rational way to go forward. It's Medicare for all. It is whether we have the guts to stand up to the private insurance companies and all of their money and the pharmaceutical industry. That's what this debate should be about. I, it sounds interesting. Did you find that after I kind of talked a little bit about my monologue about how the, they all came to the table because they said they don't would not lobby against the Affordable Care Act if I, they were able to cut those deals? Yeah, I mean, I and just, just kind of said exactly. That. It's crazy. I mean, he's almost a populist, populist or populism, and I don't know if what people uh, people really understand what that is. But you've got liberal, conservative, and then you've got libertarian, which is uh, fiscally conservative, socially liberal, and then the the other opposite of libertarian is populism, and it's more for um, being for the 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 little man, and then but uh, big government, and that's kind of what Bernie Sanders is, and he reminds me in many ways of Williams Jennings Bryan, uh, almost a hundred and fifteen or sixteen years ago in that campaign. And that was the last time uh, the presidency was bought. Oh, well, probably not the last time, probably one of the first times. And um, that is something that you should really inform yourself about because history is starting to repeat itself. By the way, this is America's Healthcare Challenge. For the first time you're listening uh, to the show, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for your time, 402 342 is the number if you would like to to call in at any point. When we come back here uh, in a second, I'm going to uh, give my predictions uh, for the Iowa caucus. Who are the dark horse candidates? Who do I think is going to win? I'm going to give my final thoughts on um, candidates from both sides. Uh, Are they really uh, effective on health care, and will they do anything to solve the largest uh, domestic uh, issue facing our country? We will continue the conversation next. Now that you've heard of Sean McGuire and HealthReformExplained.com, maybe it's time for his team to assess your company's situation. We have innovative strategies to help navigate this new maze created by the Affordable Care Act. For more, go to HealthReformExplained.com. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising health care costs? I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. 
Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to HealthReformExplained.com and learn about being a licensed Edie Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click HealthReformExplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare. Obamacare. That's Donald Trump, frontrunner in the Republicans' uh, position on Obamacare, 15-second position. We're giving you uh, as many clips as we can of all the presidential candidates. And, Matt, uh, as you called him the human bowling pin, uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, Governor O'Malley, who actually I thought would be a dark horse in this race and do a lot better, except for he got one person at one of his political rallies. But he does have some some thoughts on the, the issue. Andrea, Andrea, instead of... Andrea, I think instead of attacking one another on health care, we should be talking about the things that are actually working. In our state, we have moved to an all-payer system. With the Affordable Care Act, we now have moved all of our acute care hospitals, that driver of cost at the center, away from fee-for-service and actually to pay. We pay them based on how well they keep patients out of the hospital, how well they keep their patients. That's the future. We need to build on the Affordable Care Act, do the things that work, and reduce costs and increase access. That's Yeah, that's similar. And what I might add to that issue is that Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services, which actually is in that governor's home state, is moving in that direction. And they are actually uh, changing by 2020 uh, how fee-for-service reimbursement works in that almost all payments towards health care providers were under fee-for-service for nearly 30 years. And now we have a shift on a payment to value and value-based reimbursement. And that is a, a response uh, from, uh, as a result of the changes and those given authority, those agencies such as Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services, giving given the authority to do that. And so that was his thing. Final candidate I want to review. I don't have any clips on him, but Senator Rubio, we've talked about him lately, but I'm on the Marco Rubio website uh america needs health care reform that will cut back on government's role uh he's saying he's been on the record for a full repeal of obamacare replacing it with consumer-centric health reforms that expand coverage and lower costs a lot of this is all just seems to be fluff i think from everybody on both sides i don't think anybody has an idea how uh to do this but the one thing that he is also talking about is warning about the uh, taxpayer bailout that's coming for the insurance industry and his efforts uh, they're talking about w- would save taxpayers two and a half billion 
that would be a bailout, but I think it would just be money moved around because they're going to raise premiums. I think they've all gone on record as saying that. And so that's why the show is called America's Healthcare Challenge and why we try and do our best to help keep you prepared for this election so you can at least have be armed with the right information because the healthcare system is really changing and it's changed a lot in the last five years since the law was passed. Do you remember the Tea Party movement, for example, started because of the Affordable Care Act? That's how passionate people are about this issue. And I think we're going to see this fall, uh, uh, finally, uh, two distinct visions on where we go in this health uh, on health care in this in this country. And I hope that they actually spend some time talking about it and talking about some substance. I liked Mark Cuban's uh, tweet this week and said that uh, all of these candidates should have to take a shot of whiskey uh, or something like that before they had to answer any questions because that's the only way we could get the truth uh, out of these candidates. And I would say that's uh, absolutely right. And so who do I think is going to win uh, the Iowa caucuses? I think there's a couple different scenarios that could play out. I think we're going to see somebody that's going to come up through the middle that might surprise people, and, and some people that I think could do that would be a Fiorina or a, a Huckabee or those with a, a good ground game. Trump might get it, but I think people might fade. Uh, but let's just say if he does win Iowa New Hampshire, then it's over. But I think... Marco Rubio is going to surprise people in Iowa. I don't know if he's going to, to win, but I think he's going to do a lot better than, than people thought. And on the Democrat side, I think Bernie Sanders is going to uh, shock the, the Clintons uh, and, and win. We'll see if I'm right. I usually uh, am not on issues of politics, and I usually pick the candidates that come in last. Uh, but I am right on health care, and that's why we do this show. And so I'll give you my analysis on what happened this week, next week. Thanks. Bye.